0: Word.
1: Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast.
0: You better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. And I'm Chris George. And we have one thing in common. We want to rank them. Survivor style. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to talk about Survivor today. Because um, we're a survivor podcast and that's what we do. We only talk about survivor. Um, we've never talked about anything Don't look else
1: in our back catalog. <laughs>
0: do not look at any of the other episodes. Um, but uh, yeah, so today we're going to be talking the top 12 survivor challenges. So we're going to um, do a snake st- style draft to make one list of the definitive list of the best survivor challenges. Um and it gets a little competitive. Gets fun because we want to have our picks on the list. But it, um, uh, I'm I mean, so how the do we feel about
2: goal? Always makes the worst picks.
0: No, I I make some good picks and you guys just hate them.
1: I I was told that the most enjoyable thing about these uh, lists that we're making is that they're terrible and inaccurate. <laughs> well, and but that I, that ends I'm up trying. being wrong. In the end, I'm trying to list. I'm trying to fix it, people. And like the one we have today, this is our best chance at doing one that people won't be mad at. I think like we could we could really we could really do something special today. That people would be uh, proud of us. I have a lot of faith. So I think Cody, we this go is no
2: vetoes this time because I've got so much faith. You're well, not gonna we, do any vetoes. We, no,
1: I, I need my veto. Uh
0: Cody, um, This is this one. It was your idea. I feel like you were excited about this one in the in the
1: it was was brought in by a listener, and Mm. I thought it was a great idea. It was brought in by Nick, who designs our logo. He wanted us uh, to do it. He thought this would be a great idea. I think it's a great idea because when you're thinking about Survivor, what we're ranking today is challenges and challenges don't get the love of everything else people don't talk about the challenges that much and as i was thinking that and as i was like saying it around the apartment i went to like uh, peridium's channel and realized that he's doing like a whole series on challenges right now because they don't oh. get the love and i'm like oh well fuck me well i didn't even realize that.
2: it will be the definitive list as to the top 12 challenges in our yeah, history
1: i mean we're gonna teach peridium a lesson today yeah i guess so um
0: <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, I I am especially when binging seasons and rewatching seasons, I typically do skip the challenges because especially with the middle mid part, um, like like the mid parts of the, the, the 20s and the, the, the late 10s and stuff, I find the challenges to be relentless, like repetitive and stuff. I really like old so school challenges.
2: In the episode. What's that? And just so prevalent in the episode. Exactly. Themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And unnecessary. Well, and, but, but hold on. I do really like, um, in old school challenges
1: where it seems like they're having fun. <laughs> I think, like, I was, t- I was telling, um, our, uh, we've had uh, Damien on before, my roommate, uh, my co-host of another podcast, and I was telling him that you don't like the challenges, that you skip them when you're watching. And he said, uh, <laughs> does he not like Survivor then? Just tell him to watch the Kardashians or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, he clearly doesn't understand the show Survivor. Um, I, uh, I don't, it, the the biggest evidence big of fact of is him not liking the Kai
1: Kagaian. A lot of people don't like the season of Kaiyuan. There's a whole army of us now, and we we got something to prove. Cody, in, I uh, implore you to watch
0: episode. that season again because I think you would change. Your
1: I can't sit through it again. It's so boring. Here's the thing, though, Joel. Um, I love just, just says these things to bother me, though. You know. I, no, it's a boring season. I, no, I, mean, like, I think I,
2: I we're, honestly we're think gonna that see. You... This is this is a little teaser for for our listeners when we rank the definitive ranking of all 40 seasons of Survivor, which will be coming up down the road.
1: Yeah, the- and we'll see where Kai Gaon ranks on that list if I have anything to say about it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, challenges are a big thing for me. I mean, uh, not to spoil where uh, some of my heart lies, but if I'm looking at my list of favorite challenges, the one thing I noticed is that... Uh, I wrote down twelve. We usually write out twelve just in case we need any of them. Seven of mine um, are in uh, token sheets. So, I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty fucking crazy thing, and I didn't realize that until I just like had all of them together. And that's that's a top season for me.
2: That's that's inter- that's really interesting. Yeah, I I was um, pretty impressed by the by the depth the amount of of unique challenges that have happened and and also um, i expected that some some that are that are prevalent in my mind were around for a lot longer than they were mm-hmm. and then i went through i was going through the the list cuz i i wrote up my challenges and then i thought okay well i should probably I should probably find the names to these challenges. So I went on the Survivor Wiki and I was scrolling through all the names, desperately trying to pick a name that I thought would match the challenge so I could figure out if that's what it was called. (laughs) Um, And and yeah, there's been a ton and a lot of the ones that have popped up. I'm like, Oh man, that premiered only like in Korong or that premiered not so long ago. And these new things that have now become staples. It's kind of interesting to see the cycle of the challenges that come up and, uh, and also to, to, I read a couple interviews about like how they cycle the challenges and, and when cast start preparing for those types of challenges then they know they have to let it take a backseat, and then they can reintroduce it down the line which I thought was kind of neat as well.
0: I, th- yeah. I feel like I w- in modern survivor. Uh- you don't just have one challenge. Like it's so rare where they're doing just one thing, unless it's like an endurance challenge. Like a lot of like the, the longer challenges are like relay races where they're doing like five different things and they, and they sort of mix them up each time, you know, like they, they do mix and match with each time. Like you you go under the log and then you'll do this snake puzzle. And then you'll do, you know, you get the, it's usually go out, go get some puzzle pieces, come back through like this obstacle course with all your puzzle pieces
1: and then do the puzzle one of the things that i noticed is that um a a lot of there's a lot of challenges that are considered the same thing that have like slight variations to it uh when i was doing like the research for this and they have like the same name but and we've seen them so many times and they're the same thing but just so different too like when you get that nice like variation on the challenge um it really like freshens it up and uh kind of speaks to a lot of them i mean Uh, You can see why some of these on uh, my list anyways, not to spoil, have a lot of longevity.
0: I uh, um, notice that sometimes they do things in group challenges and sometimes they do them in individual challenges. Like they they kind of adapt challenges that way. Mm -hmm. And it does make a difference sometimes. Like sometimes it's a lot better individual and sometimes it's a lot worse individual. I have are one you, in mind guys- that I'll bring up when I when I bring it up. In the Yes, I,
1: I want to ask before we get into this, which we should soon, because we're, we're uh, starting to get into spoiler territory already. We're starting mm-hmm. to read each other. Um, but I want to ask just in general for everyone if they prefer group or individual challenges. Just to kind of get into the mindset for the listeners here of what to expect. Well, Joel doesn't like either of them. <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't hate challenges, guys. I do. I just. I, I kind of zone out during them. Like they're not. They're not
1: why I watch Survivor. There's so much. There's so much great content in the challenges, and Sometimes. like so much. A lot, especially when you're watching early seasons, a lot of where the votes go have to do with challenges and certain moments and challenges. Um, and it really does come into play. I mean, it doesn't as much anymore, but. I mean, a lot of those moments do come up in tribal council. I'll tell you this.
0: These are the the challenges that I typically skip the most are the ones from 20 to about like, you know, blood versus water, Caramoan territory. Like I don't like when we rewatched Redemption Island for the podcast, I couldn't skip through except for one challenge. I couldn't skip through those challenges fast enough.
1: Oh the redemption island challenges are uh, that's the best part. Wyatt okay. Nash killing it. Yeah. Okay. I mean they
0: What's, yeah uh, I mean I the don't The
1: religious guy. Agree. Yeah. yeah Matt the,
0: the, the, the 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 redemption island challenges to me are like some of the most boring things in survivor history. Matt Elrod.
1: Matt, Matt Elrod. Elrod.
0: <laughs> Matt Elrod. The power
1: and, of uh, god helped him he's through this challenge. He's going to win every time right? and then yeah. Well, I mean, we should start getting into it. The way we do it uh, for figuring out the draft order for this one is uh, we do trivia. Now, Chris was the big loser last week, so he gets was by. And Joel and I uh, have to face off first for a trivia question from Chris. Uh, the winner of the trivia rounds in completion will get the last pick, or the first pick, technically, and the last pick. So number 12 and one will go to the winner of this trivia, which I mean, I would hate for Joel to win this one because he just cares so little about (laughs) challenges. Just
0: save your veto for number one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then I don't know what you'll pick. You'll be a whole wild card.
2: (laughs) Uh, So I've got two trivia questions that I think are really interesting and I'm I'm really torn between. So one is more stat-based and the other's like... A first time thing, so I'll let you guys choose if, which one you prefer. I don't give a okay. shit. Okay, I'll do this. I'll do the. Um, but Cody, do you have a preference? Um, think, either way, I probably am going to win. Okay, the stat-based one I think is is more interesting. And Cody, be honest. If like when you were researching some stuff, because this is also based around challenges. Um, so so let me know if like you just know this answer because you did the research for it last night. Because I don't think that's fair. Um, well, maybe it is, but whatever. So uh, in the last 40 seasons, the, this is going to be based upon individual challenges. Who has the lowest average placement in the individual challenge portion? And there's a couple of caveats to this, that this is based off of them lasting at least four challenges into the merge. So they have they have at least four challenges that they've competed in, and in those four challenge challenges, they've placed the lowest. Like they've been out first. Um, this is group. No, this is individual. This is individual individual challenges. At least four challenges. So it's not like they lost. They were first out of the first merge challenges, and then got were the merge boot. They lasted at least four challenges into the merge. So they were like a big enough character into the merge that you should remember them.
1: And this is one season or overall in a bunch? Over of-
2: all the seasons, who has the worst placement? Average I average mean, placement of all
1: time. I think like my guess would probably be Sandra.
2: Uh, she is the this was gonna be a who's the lowest winner for all the all the all them, but it's not Sandra. Sandra places uh sixth on this list. There are five people who had worst placement than sandra and And if
1: joel guesses one ahead of that then he wins or is it like family feud rules sure let's if
2: if any of you if any of you can get a person who's worse than sandra is it a winner no no winner sandra's the worst winner and then there are five people who have a worse average than she does and I found this information on True Dork Times as I was researching like challenge challenge wins, and I thought this was I thought this was a this was a really neat list to look at. So I'll kind of go through the list after. Hmm. hmm. Um. I'll give a hint. This person is uh has been brought up. Don't give a hint. You didn't give a hint to me. No, no. You can still you can still participate in this, Cody. But I what if it.
1: is it not family feud rules where if Joel gets one ahead of uh. You know, you can also get one ahead of. Well, then it never ends. No, it's the first person to
2: guess someone. I was good. just Sandra. so
0: you know, I was going to guess Sandra,
2: Cody. Like that would have been my first guess. Yeah, like you don't win for getting the wrong answer to this question, Cody. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that Joel has. <laughs> I'm now I'm now extending the bar. You can all. What I'm telling you is that you can give an answer before Joel does.
1: I I was saying that Joel. Um, if he guessed any of the five ahead of Sandra, then His he would win. Episode yeah, already and, is,
2: and, oh my God. and I'm telling you, just you can make as many guesses as you want until one of you hey, gets it.
0: If oh. you want, Cody, I'll just give you it. You, you, you can win if
2: you want. I don't, I don't give a
1: shit. <laughs> you not just you don't have a guess. I
2: think, um, like I so don't. So that's why I'm gonna give a good hint. This person, this person uh, has been brought up on this podcast, um, on an episode that I've been on. And in in a big way, they've been a highlight, and not in our last two it, snake it's drafts. It's coach. No, not in our last two snake drafts. They weren't brought up.
1: Okay, um, uh, Karishma. I think I don't know if this is true, but I'm watching Moen right now, and Philip Shepard is pretty bad, so I feel like he's probably up there.
2: Um. He is 30th on this list. He has a, a he has an average positioning of, of
1: 38%. Yeah, they got to knock him even further down for that grappling hook incident.
2: This person has a 20.2% lowest uh mean position finish in a single season.
1: Okay. Aubrey?
2: No. <laughs> the the, uh, the person who's number one i'll, I'll always refer to them uh mm-hmm. this person is is uh is a merge boot favorite and mm-hmm. was featured heavily in the merge boot trivia episode bruce no uh specifically I, the merge boot trivia episode they were featured heavily
1: yeah bruce oh bruce yeah <laughs> correct oh bruce. it's bruce it's bruce <laughs> Bruce? I did say Bruce, and you said nope. <laughs> I
2: thought you said I thought you said Roos, and I was like, I don't know who that is. Cody's just having a stroke. Roos, <laughs> Chris, Roos <Bruce> to Bruce, <laughs> Bruce. I was, thinking, I was thinking he was mispronouncing Rupert. <laughs> no, Bruce. It is Bruce. Bruce has the lowest positioning finish average. He he's in four challenges. Um, I'm happy to think of Bruce
1: at any given time. <laughs> See, I knew, I knew you would be.
0: Uh, this makes me happy because he hurts himself. Well, I, I guess he was probably hurting the entire time because it was a digestive thing. Yeah, a and Joe so Del Campo, like,
2: To mm. position. Yeah, he 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 just didn't place highly. He wasn't even close to winning immunity in, in these.
1: I'm I'm happy because I have not been the big loser yet.
2: Okay, and so well, I mean, I, like I want to keep trivial, that.
1: I want to keep that streak.
0: Okay, so my, like I said, my trivia question is not that good, but um, I might have said that off, Mike. But uh, so in Koh Rong at the swap, uh, someone goes to Exile Island, and then uh, there's a vote off on one of the swap tribes, and then that person goes to the tribe after. Who goes to Exile.
2: I'm buzzing in. Mm -hmm. It's Debbie. No. Um, Aubrey. No. I was mistaken. That was dangerous. Oh, I know who it is. It's uh, Julia. Julia. It is Julia. Bing, bing, bing.
1: Damn.
2: That means I win.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it does. Two-time big winner. Two-time big winner, one-time big loser, never in the middle.
2: Oh, (laughs)
1: Well, nice. there you go, Chris. You get to uh, to kick this thing off, well, which I'm the sad. Because...
2: I've, I've never gotten to pick the first.
1: I'm one-time big winner. Oh, this is your first time being big winner? One, yeah. Oh, you've been all three positions. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's been a different big winner every time. N- interesting. Oh,
2: boy. I'm so excited I get to pick number one. All right. Kick this list off, Chris. Do it with a bang. Okay. Oh. I'm so excited about winning, but I don't know if I actually want to get the last place because I feel like all of my stuff is just so awesome. That's the thing. Um, all right, I'm going to kick it off with, With I think this is probably not on either of your, in contention for either of uh, your challenges, but I'm going to include it because it is um, such a unique thing. They've only done this once. Uh, and you can tell me if this is eligible or not because it it was uh, it was in lieu of the marooning. Would we call the marooning a challenge? It's kind of your first task as a, as a team.
1: I guess. I I mean, I didn't put the marooning on mine.
2: Well, it, it's because it's uh it's it creates for this. It sets the tone for like an arduous season. Uh, but I think it. This it is-
1: seems like a Joel style stretch already.
2: No, I think it is. I think it is. God, it's stop really it! Cool stop!
1: Stop being mean to me! I don't want it, and right now, I
0: don't want it. I'm so done with it. Don't be mean to me today,
1: <laughs>
2: Joel. But
0: we love you. I'm not. I'm doing. I'm totally unprovoked as well. What have I done to you today?
2: <laughs> um. So I'm picking. I'm picking as one of the top challenges of all time: the 11 mile hike in Guatemala.
1: Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I've I've seen that one. Um. I've seen that one pop up. I've seen it on some favorite lists when I was doing my research. Um, so I I understand it. That's yeah. I mean, Guatemala I I've mentioned as one of being, uh, being like a kind of like boring season to me and what a boring challenge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it, it kind of is a boring challenge,
1: but I think like the dynamics
2: that it sets up and like immediately you have this struggle and they, and they don't make it in the first day. That's what I love about it. It's that they have to sleep in the woods overnight and then get up and, and strive again. And I, I think of it almost as this, like, well, what if they just walked through the night and stumbled on crocodile? like, obviously they had to stop because Mm -hmm. you couldn't film, but like, it, it, it was, it was such a, such a start to the season.
0: It has a lasting.
2: Yeah. It it lasted so long.
0: It has a lasting uh, uh, thing throughout the pre-merge though, too, because, you know, people become caregivers in that walk. Bobby John is pushing him. Bobby John and uh, I think someone else is pushing himself way too hard. And they, yeah. they, it, it like comes across in the challenge later. They can't do it. And and it just like, it sets up the whole pre-merge basically in a way that's sort of like the, the swap comes really quickly in that season and, and, basically you've by by the time the first tribal council and second tribal council comes around you, you're're you're, they're still really only still reeling from that walk they, I mean, they, yeah. there's a reason they never did it again
2: <laughs> yeah it's, it was like so challenging that the implications were like I think a little too far-reaching but mm-hmm. as a challenge itself and as a concept I think I, I love the idea
1: they kind of uh, almost did it again in a way with winners at war with the uh, getting the logs.
2: yeah almost that's that's probably the closest uh comparison right
1: yeah i would almost put it like i mean this isn't the same thing at all but to me it's like just a more defined kind of version in a way of just like um of like being a hike, but adding the trivia in there. I don't know what it's called exactly because I don't have it on my list, but I know it's like a top one for a lot of people. I think it's called like Blair Witch or something like that. It's where oh, Jeff tells yeah, them a story and then they like kind yeah, of folklore. folklore.
2: <laughs> it, yeah. we called the Survivor Witch Project and it's had a bunch of different names.
0: Yeah. and so- I, just, I I remember so vividly um, uh, them watching a video and Jeff Probst is, is really like... He understands the assignment. He's doing the Blair Witch Project parody running through the woods with the camera being like, Survivor Witch Project. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I just love the close-ups on Rudy uh, going. I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I should. That's one that of that
2: the in top my top Survivor quotes of all time. I don't know. I don't know. Like cutting back to him every time. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Rudy, what a treasure.
1: Um, but I think like it kind of, it, in a way, gives you the same effect, but you have like those extra, I think, notes to it. But i I'm not gonna veto this one at all. I, I'm down. I for feel it. the pressure. It's hard starting the list. I I've always been able to sit back and you
2: know judge you guys and in this cushy choosing later position. But I I didn't know how to start the list. But I'm I think that one is so unique that
1: it it makes it. And you I have was chance Joel to spit into Chris's face and just veto this.
0: <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'm probably not going to veto anything today unless you pick one of mine that
1: I want to talk about later because. I don't have a very big list. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'll go into mine here. Uh, for number 11, I would have loved to make this number 12 because I would have loved to kick off with this one. A winner's challenge. This is a challenge that has uh, happened four times, three of which times the winner of the entire season won this challenge this is a challenge that takes heart this is a challenge that you work hard for this is a challenge where when you make it to the top your legs don't work anymore you're begging your tribe to bring you water because you just can't stand you need three people to help you up when you made it to the top i'm talking about down step on up rob building those stairs and making it all the way to the top baby (laughs) let's Mm -hmm. go redemption island
0: yeah tyson won that one too
1: um i got it as uh brian heideck rob spencer bledsoe and nick wilson have won it well tyson won a
0: stair challenge for sure
1: this is the one where you build this um, the, the staircase as you go. The staircase mm. as you go with and it's kind of like a puzzle too. Mm-hmm. But with uh, I'm putting this on because of Rob's, that dramatic you, moment. He can't walk anymore. You only put this on for the quote,
2: Rob is literally carrying his family Baby, on, on, his on his back.
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I you know, after Rob's, they didn't make the stairs that steep anymore. They never made them that steep again. Yeah,
0: you're, of course, talking about when Rob um, is at the top of the stairs and he's, like, almost fainting and his tribe is, like, lifting him up and he's still bossing them around as he's, like, feeling all faint and stuff. He's like, okay, let's go home. Let's get some water. We'll go home. All right, let's go. And He's, like, literally, like, lost the use of his legs.
1: (laughs) what a dramatic moment yeah. that is what challenges are all about
2: <laughs> well it's true in a sense a challenge is there to provide that sort of uh, that sort of like drama and going back to your question before I didn't really answer it but in terms of group versus individual I think that's why individual challenges are I don't know a lot of mine I guess I guess a lot of mine are individual and group but uh, I think individual challenges provide those opportunities for that drama so. This isn't my favorite one, but I, I think that's a funny moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other ones on it, I, I like the idea of the challenge. And um, it's fun because it's got a bit of that puzzle element to it. But this is, on. don't get me wrong, this is on there because of BR. <laughs> Boston Rob finally made it on a list. Oh, yeah, this is his moment. This is his merge boot moment. <laughs> Joel hated how into it I was.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, Jesus, calm down! Like, what are you fucking going on about? Big speech at the beginning? Are you going to do a big speech for every one of your picks?
1: Oh yeah, I am, Joel. You know I am, Joel.
0: All right. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a long episode. For once, the long episode is
1: not being blamed on me. It's it's a podcast, Joel. We're into it. We got energy here. I'm pumped. (laughs) Rob didn't have his legs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Um,
1: honestly, like
2: if you weren't so excited about it, I might veto it. Just I knew I it. I knew you. Special.
1: I thought you might have. I was like, me being excited about it, it's either gonna A turn Chris off completely and be like, fuck you, I'm vetoing this, or he's gonna be into it because of me being pumped.
2: Because you because you're so pumped, I'm not gonna veto it. And uh <laughs> I hope I hope you remember that for when I get pumped about my number one.
0: <laughs> um. So is it my turn? Yeah, Drew, number ten. Yep. Um. So my criteria for picking this was challenges that made me sort of go, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Um, challenges that made me stop and watch. Um. So I'm going to a Redemption Island, uh, Survivor Season 22 challenge um and it was also used in survivor nicaragua so um it's called spit it out it's mm. one of the most insane challenges i've ever seen all these uh, uh, typically all the women are strapped to a uh a, like a, a ferris wheel type thing they're spinning around and their head is submerged into water at the bottom of the ferris wheel they have to collect water in their mouth they're brought to the top and where they I, and people are controlling the speed of the ferris wheel they have to slow it down when somebody gets to the top so they can spit it out spit out the water and into a bucket and when the bucket is full they start a puzzle at the bottom of the the ferris wheel it's one of the most insane and surely dangerous challenges if at any point it stops and somebody's head is underwater it's insane and people are hanging upside down and this is happening in like You know, after 2010, like this is like uh, not one of those like rickety old challenges you saw in the beginning. This is like an actual thought out challenge from uh, a later on survivor. And it seems like the most dangerous and insane thing. And I cannot take my eyes off it when I watch it. And it's in two seasons where the challenges are uh, pretty boring.
1: And this one comes out of nowhere. And it's just like, what the fuck are they doing? That's, that's the most insane part about the challenge is that's only the first half of the challenge mm-hmm. is filling up that. And then those people that are upside down and in the water have to stay have to there, there. Yeah. while the rest of the tribe completes the rest. <laughs> and and I, uh, funnily
0: enough, too, this is this challenge where uh, Omete- no, sorry Zapatera throws to get out Russell. Yeah. <laughs> imagine being one of those girls the one girl the one that's mean to philip and natalie in the in the final tribal i can't even i can't even care about her enough to remember her name she she's um purposely missing the bucket when she spits to throw the yeah. challenge
2: to get a Russell. yeah uh, in- I, I was reading an interview um or i was looking through top challenges and i think uh i think this was john kirkhoffer uh, I think that's the, the earhoffer. Yeah, that's one. Uh, he he said this is the challenge that gave him the most anxiety to like to produce or and to have. He's like, I think it looks really cool, but like I was so scared when we were doing it because like people could just be left underwater too long and or like inhale water when they're upside down and like drown. So yeah.
0: It's
1: it's it's
0: truly insane that they did it twice.
1: <laughs> and I, I, in Nicaragua, I, I believe like it almost feels like the one tribe is uh, throwing it because so little water is going in there. But also they do leave like Brenda in water at one point. Like she's screaming. She's like, fix it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's it's an absolutely uh, bad shit challenge. That is one that. It's in so few seasons but you definitely remember it I, yeah
0: it was uh, when when we said we're doing this it was the first thing that popped in my head because it is one of the more memorable challenges to me <laughs> It's not the best but it is it, it it just stands out so hard for me I'm never gonna forget it anyway yeah, are, you, I, are you guys gonna veto this
2: no I, I think it, I think the uh, the fact that it it was the most anxiety inducing for the producer of the show I think that speaks to it being a unique and interesting challenge. I think this is better than Cody's for sure.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's number 10 and mine's 11. <laughs> <laughs> so we're already up to a good start.
0: Oh, am I, go- am I going again then? Right. You're going yeah, again. This is you got you number again. Nine. Okay. So I'm going to survivor um, at, all the way to Borneo. Um, and also it, it shows up later, but it is called mud pack where um, all the um, contestants go in a mud bath and try and get as much mud as possible um, to bring back to their bucket. And they're not allowed to carry the mud. It has to be just draped on their body and their clothes and their hair and stuff. And, um, and they have to bring it back to their bucket. And whoever has, the, they, they have a, a, a set period of time and whoever has the most mud at the end is the winner and they weigh it.
1: And of course, You've famously, always love this one.
0: It's my, it's so fun. And I, I,
1: now that I'm thinking about it, like I just remember you loving Tony in this <laughs> challenge. The mud on his head.
0: Yeah, it's it's incredible because Tony has the least body hair out of anybody on in his <laughs> challenge there, yet uh, is able to collect so much mud somehow that it's that, that it's overflowing, and Jeff goes we're not going to weigh this. And he, <laughs> he looks at everyone. And he's like, do I have to weigh this? And they're like, no. So a couple of reasons this is also memorable is the, I, I remember more vividly. I remember the, the mud challenge when Tony did it, but I most remember uh, a why the the reward for each of these. So and it's, it's responsible for three very iconic moments to me. To me, I don't think they're universally iconic moments. So the first time was in Borneo. Kelly, Wiggle, Kelly Wigglesworth won. And the reward was going for a beer with Jeff Probst. <laughs> <laughs> so just the two of them went to a bar in Borneo. <laughs> And they like played the first episode of Survivor to watch. And... Oh
2: yeah, you got to have a sneak peek too. Yeah, yeah that's, cool. that's cool.
0: And uh, so that was pretty funny. And and like he and Wigglesworth have this sort of flirty relationship, and they're like talking like humans. Like in the first season, Jeff was like their friend and not their boss.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> they and, were all learning right yeah and the s- second time it was
0: used was in cook islands and it famously was the one where parvati they they went to a spa and parvati and you and ozzy and maybe you you was there i don't think Yule, he got naked yeah. but they all got naked in the tub and uh, of course that um it was a sexual awakening for George. it was a foreshadowing yeah. to
1: ozzy's future um and i thought <laughs> that would be a good way to bring it up on this podcast um yeah. Cook Islands is one of the big ones that I remember that competition in. That's for sure. Cause it's, uh, Ozzy gets it all in his hair and everything. And it's just... a group
0: competition too.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, T- T- Tony wearing it on the top of his head, though, is pretty good too. Tony is, is terrific also
0: because he, it's a pizza challenge and, uh, it's the, the, Right prior to when he votes out Trish, he takes Trish on the pizza challenge, and is so eating this pizza so vigorously. And Trish has some has some uh, very uh, vigorous description of how Tony is eating this pizza, and she says it's it's like it's coming through his nose. It was disgusting. It was like oh my god! It was the most harrowing video of a man eating pizza I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> I, I love these two picks, Joel. I didn't have either of them on my list. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I completely overlooked Mudpack because it does have a lot of great moments in it. And then the other... So I was looking at Spit It Out and <laughs> just the pure danger to it. I'm okay with it being <laughs> on here. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mudpack, glad that, that, that we can agree.
2: Mudpack is pretty similar to... Um, one that I might include later on, but uh, oh, I mean, you're it's doing pretty the similar to have my to number eat one pork.
1: Pick. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing the one where they have to eat pork and spit it out and the reward is that pork? I oh, no don't spoilers. know. <laughs> no spoilers, dude. <laughs> that one's so gross. I got to save my beat over that one. That's the most disgusting challenge. And the reward's disgusting. <laughs> Just a bunch of spit out pork. <laughs> well, hurry up and do yours because... <laughs> All right. Mine. I mean, this, this is a big one guys. And I got to put it here because I got to make sure it makes the list and it's clocking in at number eight on mine too, but I love this one and it could be higher, but I'm going to put it right here because this one brings drama. It brings moments. It brings domination. I'm talking about a challenge that they used in some of the best seasons, but it's perfect in some of the okay seasons, because this challenge is a perfect blood versus water challenge. This is sumo at the sea. I love sumo at the sea. I'm not, I mean, like you get the moments, of course, of uh, uh, she, she hits her own mom in the face um, and pushes her off. But this is mainly going on here because of coach's epic, karate chop to rupert off of the floor.
0: Uh, yes and he he screams in celebration and jeff goes no no and then, and then he gives the finger to jeff and jeff says yeah what he's giving a finger to me put that energy toward the pirate
1: <laughs> i i love this challenge and i was just re-watching it on heroes versus villains and checking out that moment again and it, it's so good. And that that one specifically is just such a dominant showing for the Euros. And you just see all of the villains get destroyed and you see Randy get so mad because James slams the thing on him afterwards.
2: And Courtney is like, weighs like a feather.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I love this challenge. And it's the perfect kind of like blood versus water one because you put the um, family members against each other in a physical uh, challenge i think um now, i remember also... it i
0: remember oh, it in in sanuel del Sur when uh dale is watching Ke- he can't watch kelly wentworth uh do it he likes cry. he's like crying watching kelly get <laughs> in sumo at sea it's like dale fucking calm down dude what about Aris
1: versus vitus of course
2: <laughs> yeah you bring up some good moments uh this wasn't on my list either but i I mean I think I think what's what I'm finding with all these challenges is I is I look back and I go yeah that was cool and unique and there's so many that I didn't even think of that are um I I kind of thought of this one and I was like eh but but they they are deserving spots because a lot of drama can come from the challenges which is kind of neat.
1: Yeah I, I I that's kind of why I like this one too is that it, it does like this one can bring a lot of drama can bring a lot of bad blood and everything and can fuel the rivalry between the two tribes more and kind of bring more competition. Um, And I, I like that. I like, this is the perfect one for heroes versus villains because that season does get like so physical a lot of the time. And those come from a lot of just intense like moments of you're watching these 20 people that were brought there that, I mean, at least 16 of them feel like they should be there and yeah. they're very motivated to make sure that people know they should be there.
0: The early stages of the challenges in the pre-merge of Heroes versus Villains are really exciting. Later on in the pre-merge, you can tell that they're kind of extending the pre-merge because a lot of these challenges they're doing as a group are so obviously individual challenges Adapted to be um, tribal challenges.
2: They just go bowling. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the, early on in the pre-merge, there's some really exciting challenges. Like the one where, where Boston Rob and Tom are in, uh, like these balls rolling around. Do you remember the, those, that one? Anyway, it's really cool. Um, and uh, because because it's cool seeing Boston Rob and Tom It it seems like it's Tom versus Rob in those moments. I don't know, Hmm. but go on. I don't. I I I brought it up because I don't think it's on any of your lists. But I'm so good at explaining that one. But
1: yeah,
2: (laughs) I think I I I I really know what it is.
1: I think the cool thing about, uh, heroes versus villains, obviously there's a lot of cool things. It's a, it's an amazing season, but with the challenges that they chose, it really like amped the intensity of that season up, I think. And the challenges really fueled a lot of the game, I believe. Yeah. And there's and, no swap.
0: So yeah. like the, the tribal, um, rivalry is just stronger and stronger
1: yeah it gets really competitive which i think helps that season a lot um but yeah that's uh that's my number eight so i think it goes to chris New no, seven yeah, it goes to me um
2: all right number seven is uh i'm gonna because we just started talking about it i'm gonna put it on and that's piranha feast aka hungry for love aka pig out um so this premiered in the amazon uh-huh. uh the Tambaku tribe, Heidi's tribe. You know, merch boot favorite Heidi Struble. Her tribe ended up winning this challenge. And then it was an individual challenge in Fiji where Yao Man, yeah. Dreams, and Boo all won it. Boo won it, it. I watched all
0: South- these episodes Pacific. last night. This was going to be my number one. Oh,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. oh you can veto it if you want, but um, but uh, and then and then South Pacific, uh, Coach Upolu's tribe won that one I I think like this is such a such a unique gross disgusting challenge but like (laughs) it's so visual for me right like it 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 wasn't necessarily one of the first ones that I thought of when making this list but it was definitely like and I remember being excited to see it come back every time (laughs) and I was like yeah, this is oh, this is this is a fun one. Like just seeing them gnawing away and and trying to get the big chunks. And when there's a big chunk hanging off of like someone's someone's tooth because it's like got gristle in it. And somebody, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it's like, best
0: when it's a group. Um, than in... Yeah. like uh, the best iteration. It's I worse think, is in is in uh, uh, the Amazon because they're like helping each other. Like Butch yeah. is like there's like a gristle hanging from Roger's mouth and Bruce yeah. helps him out by using his mouth and taking it out of his teeth and then putting it in the, in the thing. It's just, it's, it's extremely gross, but uh, very entertaining and makes me stop, shor- stop short and be like, what the fuck is going on?
1: I yeah. I notably hate this challenge. I, <laughs> I think when we talked about that season, I hated it. I, I mean, this, this is a, this is worse than the food eating one for me. Like the gross food. Oh, it's
2: definitely gross. Like, and you see, like, especially when they win the reward, they win all the food that they get, and like, who wants that? It's just a bucket of saliva. Like, mm. it's disgusting. But I think it's really iconic.
1: Mm. We're, for me, I would
2: honestly being on Survivor and getting this challenge and getting that as a reward, I would hate it. I would hate I, it
0: so well, much. It would um, ruin
1: my season. Yeah, i, I listen life.
0: to I listen to Rob Sesternino's podcast pretty frequently. And he brings it up quite a bit. How gross that challenge was! It's like it's 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 among his like grossest moments on Survivor.
2: For for well, me, yeah. I like I'm I as like kind of a germaphobe. I don't think I think I could try a lot of things, but I would have a hard time. This eating the reward afterwards. I think the adrenaline could get me through the challenge,
1: but I yeah I hate that this is on the list because it, I I repress it. It's so disgusting. And makes I'll me say this, bomb. Cody,
0: if you veto it now, I'm going to bring it up
2: later. So
1: I hate that. I hate that I'm strong armed into this.
2: Hey, Cody, if you if you veto it and feel really strongly, um, I, I promise I'll use my veto. You're not going to do it.
1: You're going to let this fucking pork challenge. What's it called? I'll fucking just write uh,
2: it called down. Piranha Feast. Called Piranha Feast, a.k.a. Hungry for Love, because AKA big out.
0: Um, because in the Amazon, there's piranhas And and uh, um, Jeff describes it as Like talks about how piranhas get their meat And they actually show an actually kind of scary clip Of piranhas going after meat
1: Yeah, I, I hate that this is on the list And that there's just nothing I can do about it And uh, <laughs> I don't want it to be any higher than this it was going to be I, number
0: 3 had had Chris not put this there
1: so if if we were doing worse challenges I think this would be my number one.
2: <laughs> I uh, I put I put it on here um I partly cuz we just we started talking about it
1: in with uh, the mud bucket one but uh... it's very similar to the mud bucket one too which I also hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate how similar it is to one nope. that is that I had been enjoy um, and <laughs> well, I want to be,
0: I want to be in the pitch meeting when they're pitching this challenge. Like I want to be there just to hear them be like, so there's this big sort of pork thing and yeah, they're grabbing it with their teeth and they bring it to the, to a plate. What's weird about this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God, I mean, go ahead with your number six. I'm
0: it's weird. Just... And in, so sorry, in so specific, it's at least, Kind of, they they look at each other after the thing and be like, "That was pretty gross." In Fiji and Amazon, they're all just like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. Like What's the it's, next? It's not acted like as as if it's gross. Like Cochrane goes back to the thing and goes like, "You know, if anyone has herpes, that means we all have herpes now." <laughs> and he, it's very unpopular with his tribe. They're all so mad at him for saying that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want anyone to talk to me if I had to do that challenge ever again.
2: <laughs> not just anyone on your tribe, just anyone?
1: Yeah, just anyone ever again. I'm done. <laughs> There's a lot of good Redemption Island challenges that I have like on my list here too. And uh, that's not one of them. <laughs> that ain't one of them. All right, who's that next? Ain't it.
2: All right, so I'm next. I, I got a, I got a back to back, and then I get number one, um, which uh, so so for this next one we've actually already brought it up a bit, and I'm gonna put uh, the Survivor Witch Project, aka folklore, aka African folklore, aka Marquesian folklore, aka warrior, aka Maya folklore, aka toe the line. That's it. Um, you're just
1: you're just doubling up on every challenge. <laughs> i i really um this is a good one this one has a lot of moments this one this one's iconic and the
2: last time that they did it i i thought that uh it 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 was great because they hit with the hidden idol in one of the um in one of the buckets that you're the first person to get there you unwrap your thing and an idol pops out i think kelly wentworth gets her idol there Um, she gets a clue she gets a clue to the idol yeah I, i think it's uh It's really exciting. And in Cambodia specifically, that's the season that they last did this challenge. Um, It's such a- It's a really memorable
0: challenge. I love that challenge,
2: yeah. Yeah, and it it creates these such these great moments. And I was reading up, uh, and I think Dalton Dalton Ross asked uh, why they haven't done that in a while. And it's because like, it only works if there's a good story to tell. So I don't know if like, we'll see it along because they're now stationed in Fiji and they're probably never leaving realistically, right? So it usually was based around the location. And it was really integral in those first um old school seasons where the location was a character in itself. And like that helped flesh out that character. And so that's why uh that's why it's 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 on the list. Uh, I I didn't even know if I was gonna put it on, but just like looking through my list right now, I'm I'm trying to look at the ones that that jump out to me and sort of like a gut. Visceral way, and and I, I know that growing up and watching the show, every time this challenge would happen, I again would be excited for it. And so that's why that's why I'm putting it here.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a really fun challenge, and I uh I like it. I wish that if I would have vetoed the eleven mile hike, would you have put the pork one there? Um, you know what? I probably would have. I was debating between the eleven mile hike and like
2: the. The Pearl Islands marooning, but I didn't know if that would be considered a challenge. Uh, oh yeah, that's a great people's stuff. I love that. Yeah, like that's such a, it's that's such. I think the Pearl Island is like my favorite opening episode mm. of, of any season of Survivor. So oh yeah, me I too. I might have tried to. I might. I think I would have swapped it with that one, if if that was allowed as like a challenge, which I think like they got stuff, but
1: no, yeah, they weren't actually competing. It's for dicey it's dicing right so Um, i would
0: like to go back to the cambodia iteration of folklore when um steven fishback and abby get to a spot where they have the multiple choice for the question (laughs) and steven fishback goes and picks one of the things like he's gonna grab it because he he sees that abby doesn't is waiting to to just copy him so abby grabs it and then steven goes Sorry, Abby. And then grabs the other one. He like yeah. purposely <laughs> went for the wrong one so that she would get the wrong one. It's a good gr- it's a great moment. It's and moment. it's great because um, at that point, uh, you know, famous Trump supporter and anti-vaxxer uh, Joe Anglin had been winning a lot of challenges and his biggest rival out there was Stephen Fishback. And uh, Joe does really terribly in that challenge and Stephen Fishback wins it.
2: Yeah. Also a great thing. Uh, I, I also love that if there isn't another iteration of folklore down the line, it starts out with you have an an incredible Rudy moment with its first iteration and you have a bunch of really great moments with its last iteration. I think it's it's just a really solid one.
0: Another good part of that Cambodia one is that Spencer is really close to Fishback, another mm-hmm. rivalry throughout the season. So much so that like Jeff is like on is is really uptight about it too and and when Steven wins, he runs over to Spencer and goes did you have it and Spencer goes
2: yeah
1: because he yeah, had yeah, them like right it was,
2: it was seconds it was yeah. seconds in the difference
1: mm. yeah I mean um, I'm I'm good with this one being on mainly because of the Rudy moments but uh... <laughs> I don't know I don't know <laughs> it's cut so many times it's how close it is on his face when they're doing it too like how he's not even fully in frame yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i so now it's to me yeah number five yeah number five number five um i'm going with this one because i really like this one i'm gonna put it on here uh it's so hard because a lot of none of you have chosen a challenge that's on my list of 12 (laughs) Yeah. same here (laughs) so uh it makes it a little more difficult but i'm going with one um that once again is drama And it's changed the game because this is a lot to do with like Redemption Island, a lot to do with people coming back in the game. Um, And it's mainly with people coming back in the game, not even just Redemption Island seasons. Uh, So, and there's a moment that it's a very similar challenge that leads to a great moment. So I'm going with Jailbreak. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's something I really like about them just like tying sticks together to get that key. And I think it ad- it led to a lot of great moments in the past. That's how Tyson gets back in the game in Winners at War. Um, that's a uh, Laura and Tina in Blood versus Water win that one to continue on their spree onto Redemption Island. Uh, Ozzy gets back into the game with that one in South Pacific. Um, Matt Elrod with the Hand of God was able to tie those together <laughs> and get to that key. Um, also... Importantly, we were talking about Pearl Islands. This is how Burton re-enters the game. Huge (laughs) moment. Because before that, I thought, damn, there goes the best player of Pearl Islands. But he re-enters the game with Jailbreak. Um, But the moment that this is kind of similar to is they do a very similar challenge in Token Sheen's. Uh, for reward and this is the challenge where instead of getting a key they have to drag a bag and then that hits their flag but this is the reward challenge where coach gets sent to uh, exile island and this is the whole martyr storyline leads to or comes from a challenge that is pretty much the exact same as this (laughs) so i
0: will say about this is that it's more of an aspect to a challenge than an actual challenge
1: Sometimes it's the on, the only thing in a challenge. In terms of like
2: individual, sometimes it's just well, there is that one where you where you get through it and then I have to solve a puzzle. But I know I know it is referred to on the wiki as jailbreak and it's this
1: specific okay.
2: thing. So I um
1: because I very think Aussies is just it. I'm yeah, sure I think on the
0: Redemption it. Islands ones it's it is you're you're right. On the Redemption Islands one ones, it is just grabbing the sticks. But in the 30s, it's just an aspect of a challenge. Like they do it in Cambodia, and when Tyson gets back in from Edge of Extinction, it's 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 just an aspect of that, like obstacle course. It's the final
1: of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's been no, used- no. It's not the final yeah. one. The final one is the ball. Like he's it's the snake the snake oh right 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 yeah Yeah, so i mean yeah it's an aspect of a challenge in a lot of them some of it it's the complete challenge uh cambodia this was uh a tribe one this is where kelly gets the idol isn't it
0: yes it is but it but like it's after an obstacle course
1: yeah so i mean yeah i i just think that uh this one is on here because because sometimes it is the complete one, but it just added to a lot of great moments. And I think it was always a fun Redemption Island one. And I always uh, liked it when it came back because I don't know, it's simple, but it's one you could do at home. And it just makes it like I would practice for this. I'm not going to veto
0: it, but I'm not thrilled that it's this high on the list. Like that's better than mud mud pack.
2: <laughs> I, I I think that is better than Mud Pack. I I really like. Um, I don't
0: think it's better than Piranha Feast.
2: <laughs> you should have vetoed Piranha Feast.
0: No, I like Piranha Feast. You I'm should a, have vetoed Piranha because Feast. Oh, because yeah, if,
2: if you had I had then if, Cody would have vetoed yours. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's cool that they have to like tie all the little sticks together to make their their long stick. That's kind of interesting. It is memorable in a way, but it's not like it doesn't like stand
1: out to me. It doesn't like make my jaw drop on the floor. A lot of great moments come from this challenge, though, is is the thing. And I think that was the moments that come from it kind of influenced a lot of mine in a way where just like because I mean, they don't call the, the coach one that challenge, but it is that challenge. Like it's the tying the sticks together to get an object. And it's basically the same thing. But with with that moment and that being like, that's my favorite survivor moment of all time, I think, is just coach being a martyr on Exile Island, refusing to make a fire, refusing to drink water and um, it's just perfect, and then. Uh, yeah,
2: but to be fair, that's not really related to the challenge. That's no, just because they no. lost. challenge. but it, right? this is a challenge that I, I mean, always enjoy.
1: I'm gonna, I'll allow it
0: because a, a big reason I put Mud Pack on was because of um, the iconic the rewards. rewards that
1: that yeah. they won. Yeah, from that's Mudpack. fair. Yeah, yeah. So I think. <laughs> list, we can do whatever the hell um, we
2: want.
1: Yeah, and plus, like, like I said, this got Burton back into it, and uh, I mean. The Burton that Trump alone challenge. should be reason that, that been... we veto it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm
2: this... not going to veto it because because I do like it. If if there wasn't a specific instance at which it was its own challenge, I think I think uh, a veto could be in order. But but because there are instances where it is its own challenge, I think it can it can stand on this list.
0: Okay, I'm going to pause recording okay so we're going to do a quick rundown of uh, all the challenges so far and then get into the top four Cody do you have the list
1: yeah I got uh, so number 12 was the 11 mile hike uh, number 11 was step on with my pal BR number 10 was spit it out with people getting waterboarded <laughs> number 9 was mud back Tony putting mud on top of his head Number eight was sumo at the sea, the epic battle we've all been waiting for: artist versus Vetus. Uh, <laughs> artist, seven... artist from season twenty-five. Yeah. Artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Number seven was piranha feast, gross slimy pork. Uh, number oh, six was. Folk... Yeah, my least favorite challenge. Uh, number six was folklore. Uh, I don't know, and number five uh, the was... Taylor
0: Swift album. <laughs>
1: Number five was jailbreak.
0: All right, number four. Um, so my my list was going to be all outliers, but I think these last two that I have planned, unless somebody says them, no, actually I have two in a row, so it's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. these are classics. Um, so number four is the gross food challenge, aka bugging out, aka all these other ones. Going with the gross food it's challenge. We
2: got the pork That's one. It <laughs> it's too oh, much. Oh, so you roast.
0: you think we shouldn't have the gross food challenge on the the list of the best challenges in Survivor? It's one of the most like consistent ones. They've done it so many times. Yeah, it's, I,
1: it, I think it wasn't it's on
0: my list,
2: but I'm I'm not going to veto it. Yeah, I think it.
1: I think if your next one is. not the auction then i think the auction should be on there instead of bugging out
2: well we're talking about this one cody so what are you saying
1: well now i'm nervous i it's just i like bugging out i do i like it a lot more than fucking spit pork but (laughs) like all of joel's cover yourself in mud fucking spit water out uh eat pork Uh, Hey, I, that it didn't end up being you my pick. Eat gross bug. You
0: like all the fucking disgusting ones. Joel
2: has an <laughs> oral fixation.
0: I do. If you notice that I keep <laughs> drinking water or drinking coffee or sticking my fingers in my mouth, you know, it's the reason why I, I had disgusting a tobacco addiction picks. for years. <laughs> Um, anyway, I, I, there's, there's just so many good moments from the gross food challenge. I mean, I'm looking at the list of winners here. There's a, there's a moment from each of these, you know, there's the Jervis is one of the most more like fun, purely the, 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 the gross food challenge from Borneo is so fun. They're all having the greatest time. It's so fun to watch. I don't, I mean, they don't look like they're having a great time. They sure do. It's like not all of them, <laughs> even Jervis, like having trouble getting it down. It's the one where BB gets voted out, by the way. But anyway,
1: um, uh, and Jervis has to relive it again later on. But yeah. Jervis
0: does really well. That's and 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 I was going to say the arc of Jervis in the gross food challenge is great because he does really well in in uh, blood versus water. Monica ends up winning and it upsets Jervis because he did so well. But, and then obviously the, the, the one of my favorite moments is care of Caramoan is
1: when Cochran beats Malcolm, um, mm-hmm. at the merge, um, wins the first individual immunity of the season.
0: Yeah. It, I think it's, it's a great moment because especially if, yeah, exactly. He does the He does the shadow boxing thing. Um, and I mean, like we all roll our eyes at Cochran now, but that's, I mean, I think it's a, it's it's the start of a great Cochrane redemption arc. And I think that that him beating him winning that individual immunity is 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 even even now when we're cynical about Cochrane is a kind
1: of triumphant moment. Um, I think, uh, and Cochran also has the great line in that of uh, looking at Eddie and uh, being like, Eddie, uh, Eddie's uh, worried that if he eats uh, gross things, then the ladies will think of him as gross and disgusting. Me, on the other hand, I think this can only help my love life because I'll look like a bad boy that's willing to do anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a pretty good line. And uh,
1: <laughs> there's a there's the great Pearl Islands
0: moment, too. So a part of the gross food challenges, uh, especially in the tribal phase is um, them putting up the weakest players, wh- whoever they think is the weakest player to go up against each other in the, in the final round. So there's a girl, I can't remember what her name is in, in Pearl Island. She's one of the more forgettable characters, despite being part of this memorable moment, she says, I'm going to be really good at this challenge. So they're like, okay, pretend you're bad at it. Yeah, And she doesn't pretend she's bad at it.
2: She like, like, is like, yeah, I'm the best. I could do this all day. And they're like, We we talked about this as a strategy. Like, if you can if you, you can do it all day. Pretend you're bad so that like you can struggle for however long, and then they'll pick you, and then we'll win the tiebreaker.
0: And then so she she chugs whatever it was. I think it was a smoothie. And yeah. and then uh later on, <laughs> despite her being so good at eating gross food, she's throwing up on the log in, in Rupert's. Rupert's trying to talk strategy with her
2: and there's also I also love the shot where they're like okay now choose someone from the other team who's bad and she looks up and she looks at the team and she does an Aussie style acting of of like no please don't pick me like yeah we were never gonna pick you because you clearly dominated
0: and they picked Sandra and then Sandra was like (laughs) worried she would get voted out and everyone was like nah we're getting we're mad at
1: the other girl don't worry (laughs) (laughs) anyway i i think uh i i'm upset that there's so many gross things on this but i'm not upset that bugging out specifically is on the list
0: i'm pretty satisfied with our list so far um and moving on to my number three pick is not a gross thing at all it is um uh it's a couple. There's a few different titles for it, but it is. It's it's just, um, responsible they for only a lot. They call
1: of, it Survivor Auction.
0: No, uh, it's responsible for a lot of drama. It's, <laughs> it's called Q and A, aka Touchy Subjects, aka a couple other things, where they they have AKA a survey. He's a poser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they have um, like a sur- they survey the the cast who's left on like things like. Let me pull up some of the questions who do you trust with your life? Who's the most honest, who could never survive on their own, who uses sex appeal as a weapon, things like this. Um, and so they all write down their answer and then Jeff, uh, asks everyone those questions and everybody guesses what everybody else said. So not only are, is there drama through that, but they're also drama through who gets, um, uh, all these answers and like, For example, in Panama, it's hilarious when Courtney is just all all the negative questions. She's the answer to all of them, and she's getting more and more upset every time. It's so funny. I think it's just hilarious. Who easily succumbs to uh, intimidation? Who's the most annoying? Who never shuts up?
1: (laughs) I think Panama is the best example of this challenge. I think that's the best that this one was maybe someone will disagree but it also has like uh, not all of them do the three chop system too where you cut the rope when you answer it right um, a couple of them don't do it a few of them do but that's the best system for it too I think when you're uh, cutting away the people's kind of lifelines mm-hmm. and uh, taking them out of the challenge so it's, it's kind of like a little bit of uh, popularity social dynamics too uh, it's it's for me it's it's
0: it's very fun to see what the others think of each other Mm -hmm. you know it's it's very it shows a lot of what's going on behind the scenes um in a way that we don't get from other um seasons like it's it it just lays claim like this question who do you trust with your life three there's they've they've done that every time they've done the challenge and three of them are winners so we got earl jt and kim they huh. all went on to win. You know, it's it's just indicative on how people think and Suri is the other one. Boston Rob All Stars is is another one too. And then there's uh Butch from mm. Amazon. The
1: uh yeah, this is one that uh I mean it's it's a really fun one. I like this one a lot. It's um it's on my list and I think it, it. you're right it does add to a lot and it gives you some insight that the show doesn't always give you and that it's almost unavoidable insight they haven't done yeah. this one since one world and i'm a little surprised because it is such a fun um kind of home run to me well every that's time. what i was going
2: to say that in one world again in this in this interview that i was reading before um the the players started to learn how to game the system so yeah. in one world they all kind of agreed like who would get the negative answers so that like nobody's feelings would get hurt because they Uh. they expected it would come up and there was talk around about it around the camp and so that's why it hasn't been done since one world uh is because the the players got used to it coming around and like prepped for it um rather than it being like a spontaneous sort of thing
0: they did something in san juan del sur too they did a um survivor trivia thing so it was like who is a twin and or who does this who has who has this disease you know like it was like a trivia about their 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 fellow castaways
2: well i think that's that's different than touchy subjects but but wait
0: wait wait i know just give me a sec but um the way that they eliminate people is, is if you, if you win, you go and chop somebody's rope, you go and do something. Right. And in San Juan del Sur, they were gaming it so hard that they knew exactly who was going to win the reward. So mm, Jeff right. cuts it off and just like, guys, is this just a waste of time? Have you already decided who's going to win? And, and they're like, yeah, Missy's going to win. And he's like, okay, fine. Then I don't think we should waste our time. Like he got so mad at them. Um, and, and, <laughs> It that that moment opens up Reed to call Baylor a brat and call a Missy girl. And it's, it's a fun moment. But Jeff gets so mad at them for gaming the system that way. <laughs> I think they hate when that happens. It's the reason the auction hasn't come back. It's the reason this game hasn't come back. It's they hate when yeah. it like the, the players have the upper hand.
1: Yeah, Mike ruined it. Mike ruined the auction for us all. Mike, I think it was actually Shireen. Yeah, it was
0: Shireen. Yeah, who ruined
1: it? Yeah. Well, Mike ruined his game with the auction. <laughs> yeah, but that's. But like then a, won it, it back. He win. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I think this is a good one. Sad that the auction's probably not going to make the list unless Chris puts it on there. I'm not going um, even though it is fun. Like I like the auction. There's a lot of the really was fun. Was on my list,
2: and touchy subjects wasn't on my list. But I like the inclusion of touchy subjects because it also kind of combines um the harangue swing which is referred to as like the coconut chop one which is the in my cases is the first iteration of a challenge actually like uh causing friction between alliances and like propelling uh showing showing the the players what the status of the game is and mm-hmm. helping them realize who needs to make a big move when and i think that's a uh, I almost put that on as one of my choices because I think in the evolution of the game, like that's a really important challenge. Um, but it's not like one of my top challenges to watch. Yeah. So, so it, I like the techie subjects is on the list because it has that element to it. So what
0: did you call you it? Harang swing?
2: A uh, parang swing is, is what it's first called to. I just called it. Okay. Coconut.
0: Yeah. It's not always it's used in the Amazon, in the Amazon. It's just, they, they judge it by uh, who got the most right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Touchy Subjects is kind of the perfect challenge in terms of just um, where all of us would watch that one. I like challenges. Joel doesn't like challenges. But we're both going to watch that because you're going to get a lot of information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and one, so,
2: one side note of, of uh, Inside Baseball, as you guys know, uh, all three of us did a, a version of Survivor called Outlaw, but Joel and Cody were on the season together. Um, one of my favorite Touchy Subjects moments, because you guys did this challenge, in your season mm-hmm. um and my favorite moment was the question was uh, who's most likely to go to the moon and a lot of people picked cody and cody's response was oh, i don't even leave my house <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i i, I didn't do that challenge because i had been voted out at that point he was
1: out yeah. yeah, because I already betrayed Joel at that point. So it led to the question of who do you who would you trust most with your life? I won that which one. They said bad. Cody. And then the next question was who's most likely to betray you? And then it was also, also me. Also
2: Cody, which was another yeah. great moment. But, <laughs> but well, yeah, I, I, I mean that's
0: a,
1: that's a fun game.
0: I remember um uh one of the the questions was who's the biggest fan of Survivor and somebody said, "Do they is it have to be one of us? And they were like looking at me. So they they thought it was me, Cody.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I agree. You're a, you're a fan of Survivor the I am.
2: <laughs> Well, now Cody's finally seen all the seasons.
1: Yeah, I just finished. <laughs> I had two seasons that I hadn't seen yet. Uh, No, three. I had three seasons I hadn't seen yet, and I uh, just finished them. Good for so, you. Uh, yeah. All
2: right. So On to number two, Cody.
1: Um, so... Number two, uh, Joel said, "Good for you." Like he was mad at me.
2: No,
0: <laughs> no, it was
1: <laughs> no. You <laughs> pissed off. No. Um. So this is tough because I have so many challenges that I love uh, that aren't going to make it onto this list, but I think that this one needs to. And maybe Chris would have this as his last one, uh, because it's such a, it's such a big challenge to me. Uh, but I also think that Chris is trying to uh, fuck this list up. So I don't think he's going to have it on the list. No,
2: I, well, okay, I'll tell you this. I might, if it's the one we're thinking of, I might have it, um, but I may not say it first.
1: Okay. So I'm choosing uh, Out on a Limb. It's a challenge that is often a final immunity challenge as well as just a it's usually towards the end and for people that don't know out on a limb it takes different it takes different renditions it takes different variations uh for example in token chains it's the giant spider it's the one where basically you go through many obstacle courses to collect the puzzle pieces and it combines um like five or six challenges around so this is the one where uh kelly wentworth was able to like kind of Uh, break the system with the uh, building the bridge. Uh, This is the one where uh, Sophie beat Ozzy to eliminate Ozzy in the final immunity. Yeah, it's called Lay of the Land
2: uh, in in South Pacific. That's what it's called there because that that was on my my short list.
1: Right, okay. So yeah, overall, I think it's gone by different names, but out on a limb is what they kind of categorize it as. Um, And it's a cool challenge because it's not only like you would think like oh obstacle course or whatever Aussie you know but like y- there's places where you can catch up by using your brain and i think that's been proven over the years with this challenge like Aussie won it on Cook Islands but Sophie beat Aussie in South Pacific you know and this is a challenge that i have the list of winners here like uh Colleen won it and it was a reward challenge in uh, Borneo but uh, yeah, like you got the giant spider was one of the coolest ones when JT won it into token genes. But I think that it's such a challenge that has so many different ways you can slightly change it up that it's almost one that we'll just see forever. Like this was in Winners at War as well. Started in Borneo, was in Winners at War. That's how much longevity this challenge has. And uh, we got that Michelle win for it in Winter of war yeah but i think this is just an epic challenge that you follow all the way through and it's a challenge where it's so hard to see who the winner is going to be because of all of those different variables so i think it brings up a lot of intensity and a lot of suspense when watching it
2: yeah i really like this one i think it's it's pretty iconic i think they can do a lot with the with the overhead shot of it um, and and the, the net the cargo net that they have to like run bound through in in, a, in most of the, the yeah, the, it's it the all of them. Um, well I, I didn't feel like there was much of a net in like Michelle's win for winners of war that just it felt might more like, a, like
1: wooden boards around,
2: yeah, like a different like like the concept of having five stations and going to get that one thing is has been repeated over and over, but I specifically like the ones that, that are on a net. For some mm-hmm. reason, because it feels more like you're in the treetops and jumping all around. And yeah, I think the I think it's really fun. This one, this one was on my short list.
0: Yeah, it's good. That's good. I don't have much to say about it. It did it, it is I, I remember it though.
1: It's it's suspenseful though. Hey, you don't remember when you're watching That's it win, right?
0: I do like, I, I think it's cool that they like in each bag there's a different way to get across the bridge or whatever. Like, I don't know. That's kind of cool, you know. I remember Keith Nail doing it and being really bad at it. Or was he good at it? I don't even remember. But, uh, yeah, I, I do remember Keith Nail being having some sort of moment.
1: This was an important uh, one for you, though, Joel, because you love Kelly Wentworth so much that this saved her in the game.
0: Okay, good.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> you're acting like I'm attacking you.
0: Um. Well, yeah, because you guys always make fun of me for liking Kelly Wentworth, even though she's like a fan favorite.
2: I, I've never made fun of you for yeah, liking I don't Kelly care Wentworth. That you like Kelly Wentworth. Okay. I'm saying I like Kelly. It, Wentworth. She, Kelly Wentworth actually proves my Catan theory that if you write in your bio that your that your hobby is playing the game Catan, I think you're going to be a standout player.
1: That's and well, I complimented Kelly in this. I said that she had the Great Bridge moment. Like I pointed out. Her okay, fine. My All right, t- fine. All right, move on. I forget I said anything.
2: I look for that in my preseason picks because of <laughs> Kelly Wentworth. Yeah. Also because of Catan.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, this is a big challenge for like, Ozzy won this one in Cook Islands. And then when you're going into South Pacific, a season that feels like it's built, much like it felt like it was built towards Rob winning, this feels like a season that's built towards Ozzy winning the season. It feels like it's built for Ozzy with the Redemption Island twist and everything. And to see him lose this challenge that he's previously won before. And if and if he won this challenge, I think he probably would have won the game.
2: Oh, he wins the game hundred percent. And that's why that's why specifically Lay of the Land was on my was on my list as like that's that was the one that I looked up because of that moment. Like for a lot of these, I was. I was thinking just in general, the scale of the challenge, but I remember when South Pacific first aired, um, rooting for Ozzy so hard after his, uh, Redemption Island run and, and seeing it be so close and slip away from his, from his grasp is like, that that is what creates such this this incredible drama in survivor and why i think we keep coming back because sometimes it pans out but sometimes you you get this like devastation and and that being the catalyst for it um and to have sophie take it who then goes on to, to win the game like it also cements her as as like taking down ozzie um yeah it's a huge it's a huge moment in that season
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, because really, like more so than Redemption Island, because Redemption Island at least has Rob and Russell on it, kind of thing, where you're like, okay, it looks like it's more geared towards Rob, but you never know. Uh, Russell could pull things through. But this one's like, they put Coach and Ozzy on there, so Ozzy would win. Like, I I have no doubt about it.
0: Apparently, they put Ozzy on there because Philip Shepard said no. It was supposed to be Coach versus Shepard.
1: Yeah,
2: I have heard that what
0: yeah so they, they tried
2: were, to in the, in the in the realm of like they were going for characters and i think that's why the 20s d- aren't as great is because they're just like let's get the craziest characters that we can get regardless of if they give a shit about the game or not mm-hmm. right yeah
1: yeah i mean like let's get drama
2: happening
0: it was, it's let's it's hot people up. hot people and crazy
1: people yeah. You you can say that like Cook Islands was Ozzy's big chance to win, but like South Pacific was his it, it was like a softball pitch to him. Oh yeah. And he missed. Um, but yeah, that's my number two. So on to number one. Uh, right. Chris is gonna pick a really bad one here. So we no, have to be. No, no, no. It.
2: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I really want you before you make any snap judgments about the challenge.
1: I'm using this, my veto.
2: No, 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 no. This is legitimately my favorite challenge in Survivor history. This is my top challenge. And what's Survivor about? I'm trying to get this passion going because it moved me for you, Cody. And I hope you will return the favor and not veto me because of my passion.
1: If it's the pork one again, man, we already got it
2: on. <laughs> I'm doing Verona <piranha laughs> Feast once more. No, no, no. Um, Survivor is sorry can we pause for a second sorry just one second but that'll help me collect my thoughts while joel deals with his cat
0: yeah oh you can hear him eh
2: no i could just see him trying to jump up at the doorknob
1: and then (laughs) unsuccessfully open it
0: yeah just give me just give me one second
1: just so close so close we're getting that build oh oh well joel's uh we're still recording so i can still um
2: kind of talk about it oh he's back okay how was yeah. that for a, for a good segue? Pretty yeah, good. that
1: was that was good. That was like a commercial break, Chris. That's how you fill some airtime.
0: I'm yeah, actually gonna was... I'm actually gonna actually proper pause the recording because I do have to pee. Oh,
1: okay,
2: perfect. We're <laughs> so close. All right, before we get into the into the number one, Cody and I were just talking off air, and an, an honorable mention I think goes out to Debbie's um, breakdown in Game Changers, when she says she can balance, she's the best balancer, no one's ever balanced like her. And then production, like, flashes back to her, like falling off the balance beam, and then cuts to her, like, re saying she's great at balance. And then her being like,
1: Why would you put me on the balance? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, she says that the other woman blows it though. Oh, yeah, and she that says, that Brad- Haley,
0: Haley, Haley blows it, and Haley's the reason that they don't get peanut butter and jelly. And Haley's, yeah, Haley's head is so far up, um, uh, Brad Culpepper's ass that her eyes are bugging out his face.
1: And they even do it where she she starts talking about, like, Brad Culpepper just tells people he doesn't listen to anyone, and he just put Haley on there, even though she was no good at balancing. I should have been the first one to go, and then they flash back, and it's Debbie saying she's good at balancing, and Brad's like, yeah, sure, do it.
0: <laughs> and another great moment with Debbie in the challenge is she gets over this, like, uh, wall first, and she goes,
1: first one over! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that, I, think, I think that's after that challenge. This is the next yeah. one. And yeah. she's so like, I'm the best. Do you see, Brad? And, then, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Brad like, goes. I love so you. Supporting you. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to succeed. <laughs> anyway, we were, just, we were talking about our, our previous list and uh, combo of this, and I think that's that's just fun to do an honorable mention because of because of production flashing back. I can't think of many times where the production has like <laughs> pulled the joke and done the flashbacks to
1: no they don't even do it i don't yeah they don't even do it for carol where they could have with philip saying that he threw the challenge that he was just bad at mm, Yeah, the grappling hooks <laughs> he's like i'm a secret agent i would be able to throw a grappling hook but <laughs> i decided to pull back and throw that one because we really needed to eliminate one of these fans <laughs> Um, anyway, so on to the number one, which I
2: love. This challenge has only been around once. It's only had one iteration. There was a minor uh, tweak of it in like an earlier season and then it was kind of brought back. But I think this challenge is so fun. And it, it, if we're talking about moments, this sets up one of my favorite moments, which, which even happens in like the next season, uh, because of a relationship to this challenge. It is the dumbest thing, but the best thing ever. It ends with a shot, I think, of uh, or or throughout the challenge, you have a shot of of Dan Lembo sitting in a uh, a giant oversized chair. This is. <laughs> Gulliver's Travels. Yes, that was on my my list. (laughs) It is my favorite (laughs) challenge of all time. This sets up the cross promotion between the next, without Gulliver's Travels, you know what we don't get? We don't get Jack and Jill sponsoring a challenge and we don't get Jack and Jill as a reward. Um, Another great fact, they weren't legally allowed to replicate Jack Black's face on the Gulliver Travels dummy. So they used uh, their two the two people from the from the crew, the production designer Dax and the scenic artist Bernie. It was ten feet tall, four hundred pounds. They have to carry this giant, stupid advertisement for Gulliver's Travels through this obstacle course. I just think, I just think it's so so funny. And I, I can't think, believe it. That's and so I funny. think it deserves to be number one on this list. Um, and I hope that it doesn't get vetoed because I just think Survivor in its... I'm prepared if it does, but I just think Survivor in its entirety is about this lovely sense of adventure and fun and what's more adventurous and fun than Gulliver's Travels, which I always associate with Jack and Jill and Coach's, um, <laughs> Coach's inspiration from Jack and Jill because the this this set the bar for movies like trying to promote themselves through survivor. Anyway, my number one is Gulliver's (laughs) travels. And I really, I really expected it. I really expected it to be vetoed. I'm very happy that Joel is on board. So Cody, it's, it's all up to you.
1: (laughs) It's called the challenge is hilarious. I mean, (laughs) it's, uh, as soon as you said Dan Lembo on the big chair, I was like, here we go. (laughs) Now I know it's iconic. Dan Lembo on that big chair is iconic.
2: And Dan Lembo is your favorite player. You said you relate to him.
1: Yeah, I know. Talk about inspiration for me. A guy that uh, busted his knee up doing stand-up comedy. And now I see this double knee surgery man not do anything and lay down an entire season and make it (laughs) so far. (laughs) Sitting out of every challenge. I mean, the the thing, here's what hurts this challenge to me because we, we related it to what happens next. Um, and what hurts this challenge to me is the infuriating moment of this reward, where despite quitting the game, I don't even remember a name. Yeah, I... Nayanka. Na- this, this is this. Uh, this
2: also happens on the episode where Nayanka and Purple Kelly both do the double quit. So this is that episode. It has that infamous um, tag to it.
1: Yeah. So and Nayanka quits the game. Let's her tribe mate take the fall and lose Holly. I think right, Holly. Yeah. Holly takes the fall to get them more, uh, more rice. rice.
2: Yeah, more rice and supplies. Holly decides to not go on this um, not go on this reward because she, she wants to be able to have food. And Nayanka, who's ready to quit at the next tribal council,
1: said she's is, going to. This is her last reward. Yeah,
2: she she's still she's still on the. She's on the team that wins and she decides that to to go to go along with it and take the reward and get some candy and then quits like that episode. Yeah.
0: This is one. She really does love Gulliver's Travels.
1: (laughs) She did and her laughing during that movie infuriated me.
0: (laughs) And her going, she goes,
1: (laughs) Jack Black. He's someone, the other guy. One of the guys in it goes, There's a joke that happens where they all shoot cannonballs in Jack Black's belly, and then the guy starts laughing. He goes, <laughs> Jack Benry? Black's so fat. Yeah, um, the people who go on ben the Ray.
2: reward are Benry, Benry Henry, uh, Chase Rice, uh, Nayanka, and Dan Lembo because Holly Hoffman also sits out, Holly right. on The winning team as well.
1: Yeah, Benry's the one that says it. <laughs> I mean, this, Benry is, this is, dirt is such squirrel. a worst <laughs> He He's nowhere near the worst in that season. He's but, a dirt squirrel. <laughs> I mean,
0: do you know what I'm referencing when he calls, uh, what's her name, a dirt squirrel? A certified grade A dirt squirrel.
2: Oh, <laughs> I vaguely, but not, not in the forefront of my mind. No, I don't. To remember.
0: me, that's an iconic moment when he he votes out one of the more um, forgettable characters in the, It was the merge boot, I believe. And you haven't seen Benry at all. And then he like pops so hard when he goes to vote out Alina and says, well, Alina, you're a real dirt squirrel. (laughs) And, And I'm like, wait, who's Alina? And who is this man who just called her a dirt squirrel?
1: I think like, yeah, this, I mean, it
2: wouldn't be a merge boot list. If Gulliver's Travels wasn't number one,
1: that's my thinking. Yeah, this is the the problem. Can I allow us to shit on another list? (laughs) I honestly, I can't, I can't. This is the reason why I desperately wanted to be,
2: get the number one spot because I always, and I was trying to think of ways to get you guys to use your vetoes throughout this list. I've been thinking the whole time. I'm like, man, how do I, How can I convince them to use their vetoes so that I'm safe?
0: Well, I will say this: eleven
2: mile hike. Yeah,
0: this was gonna be on my list. Um, This was like my number six because piranha feast was on my list.
2: (laughs) What's that? I'm so happy that it was that it was on your list. Oh yeah, it's
0: very memorable to me.
2: Mm-hmm. I I love this. I, I do love this. And I wanted to go for broke. For me, Gulliver's Travel is number one, or it's not on the list at all. I uh
1: I I gotta veto it. No! no Cody. I I gotta veto it. I don't want anything to do with Nayanka. Um I I have to veto it. This is a very funny entry. And if this was and if this was anywhere in the behind five. It would be on there. It would be on there. No doubt about it. I, I love it. I love the uh, I love the pitch for it. Uh, I there's thought a it would be the fun. other way around.
2: I thought Joel might view this and you would actually, you know, because I thought you love fun, Cody.
1: <laughs> there, I do love fun. And the problem with it is that it's such a mixed bag of fun. And it's so soured by that episode. It's so soured for me.
2: I think also you you're just coming off of having watched Nicaragua, so the first I'm still
1: pissed off. Yeah, for the first time I'm still pissed off.
2: Yeah, yeah. Nayanka especially is very uh, triggering. One might say one <laughs> I will one say of my least
1: just, favorite players.
0: Nayanka is so entertaining to me though. I like Nayanka in a way. <laughs> Absolutely it sucks not. sucks that she quits, but I really think she's
2: fun. She to almost watch.
1: makes me quit. I don't find her entertaining at all. She's a piece I- of shit. No, she's I found really her mean. a lot more
2: tolerable on the on the second watch. Mm-hmm. I remember like really disliking her when I first watched it, and then and then when I did a whole rewatch like over the last couple of years, I, I found I I knew what was coming, so I could brace myself for like the horrible horrible person that was to come. But uh, and and I and I remembered like actually laughing at some of her confessionals and finding her like enjoyable in some instances but
0: her rivalry with judd is really fun too
1: it it stems for no reason it exactly. stems well i mean she maybe, steals maybe his socks yeah
0: maybe it it like we just don't see what fabio's saying because they didn't no, give it he, to us in the edit but i don't know because he eventually he wins up, so they
1: you see the entire moment because the, you see when he realizes it's his socks and then he goes oh maybe she doesn't realize they're mine <laughs> And then he just comes up and he's like, "Hey, do you know that you're wearing my?" And then she goes off on him. Yeah, because she just wants those socks and is gonna
2: explode until she gets it. Basically, she,
1: yeah, like oh,
2: and man, when Jeff
0: says, "So mean," Jeff says, she's "Fabio, like- she don't like you." <laughs> I just, this, Cody, Cody, I implore you not to veto this because what the fuck is he gonna put on his number one anyway? Like it's, well, gonna, you're not gonna be satisfied. There's
1: one. There's one that's a Chris George challenge. That's a good challenge. You know, I'm gonna put put that as my. He, I
2: think because Cody knows what I'll put as the as the other one.
1: Okay, it's a total Chris George challenge. It's iconic too, and I mean this one's fun in a lot of ways, but it has a lot of sour to me. And I just watched this season two.
2: You know what, Cody? Maybe I won't put that one on it, just because I I know that's the reason why you're vetoing. You watched the Nyanka. You, you might get tell you what you might get a you might get two worst ones, if you veto Gulliver's travels, i would pick the worst two Survivor Challenges ever and I'll get to put them on. Joel, veto one and then I'll pick the even worse one. Yeah, dude,
0: the I'll, water basketball one.
1: Are you willing to take I that? I like rip? the water basketball one. That's not, <laughs> it's
0: not number one.
1: <laughs> but you didn't put the one that you wanted on here, uh, Joel. Me? Smurgenbord?
0: Schmerg- oh, brawl? No, I, I don't give a shit Burgen brawl is just really violent and hard to watch.
1: Yeah, that's Nicaragua too, isn't it?
0: No, they oh, it's, it's, Samoa. it's it's Samoa and you know, Heroes gonna versus
1: put, Villains. I'm going to put I'm going to put
2: Sarge or whoever it was climbing up the pole to get the the rock in Vanuatu.
1: That's what I'm going to put if you if you uh, veto this Cody. It's better than me having to think about Nayaka for a single second.
0: Okay, can we get to your number 1 pick?
2: All right, so the real number 1 pick uh, you know I'm not gonna do it I'm gonna pick the one that Cody knows I'm gonna pick and that is Simotion, Um, yeah. which it premiered in token genes it's been uh, a staple of token survivor token. since then uh Jeremy wins this to he be, he beats Joel's favorite player Kelly wentworth uh, I really I chapter. think I like
0: Jeremy better than Kelly wentworth
2: he he hates Jeremy because of this <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, it's it's where you you start with a ball in this sort of marble maze and it, and it gets spins down these pipes and it there are two exits and uh, you slowly add more balls over the course of the challenge and once a ball drops you're out and it's the last person who's able to manage all these balls I mean I think I really do like love this challenge and this was one of the ones that that popped into my head Um as an image when i thought of like best survivor challenges i think the simplicity of it is the rules um, it's really fun i would yeah, love to do, awesome. yeah, I to do it yeah it seems fun mm-hmm. like it, it appeals to that sort of same thing we we're talking about in jailbreak that like you could do this at home if you just get like a marble set or something and and practice uh w- worthwhile doing um
1: it's so tense yeah, and, like it's so tense when you're watching. And it.
2: usually, it only appears in really high-stake situations, like a final or a duel. Um, bringing it back to a previous veto from last uh, episode. That uh, have you guys released any podcasts in between? When no. I went on? Okay. So, so last podcast episode, um, where where Joel's favorite Stacy. Uh, this is the duel between Stacy and Christine. Is actually. Yep. Um, some motion as well, and what's cool about this is actually named after the art director Simon Ross who created it. Oh, that's where it gets um, its name.
0: They've used that it quite a Simon. bit lately. They used it in Cambodia, Cambodia, David versus Goliath,
1: and I believe in Winners at War as well. I think yeah, that's ha- and not, it was not the not, final immunity challenge in uh, both David versus Goliath and Winners at War.
2: Yeah, I have all the I have all the all the the winners, um, Ghost
1: Island as well.
2: Yeah, JT wins it in Token Chains. South Pacific, Christine wins it as a duel. Then it's Cambodia with Jeremy. Uh, in Ghost Island, there's a version of it where it's a team yeah. thing Dom where they have to run up and down the stairs, and they have, like, giant balls. And so mm-hmm. Dom and Wendell win that one. Okay. Um, David versus Goliath, Nick wins it. And then Natalie Anderson wins it as the final uh, challenge in Winter's of War.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a final immunity challenge so often because – I mean, it works. And that's over the span of a lot of seasons to go from token cheats to winners at war with this challenge. And it's one that you can prepare for, but you can never be prepared for. Like it's, it's so tense when you're watching it. Anyone can win that challenge. Anyone can lose that challenge. And it's just about whose head is in the game in that moment and who yeah. can concentrate after 38 days or 37 days, whenever they do this yeah. of just being on the Island and you see like mines are being melted. Yeah. This is like yeah. the hardest, it's gotta be so hard to concentrate at this point when this challenge comes in there. In my mind, like the
0: most powerful moment is w- when Jeremy wins that challenge in Cambodia it's one of the more powerful moments in the show because, you know, he wins. He, He's won. he just won. Yeah. And he and his story is whether whatever you think about it, whether it was telegraphed or not, is very compelling. His like the story of Jeremy in that season is and yeah. you you really start to root for him. And when so when he wins that challenge,
2: it's like it it rocks. It's so good. I, I don't remember like the specifics of the challenge but picturing it I can remember the feeling uh, and mm-hmm. I think that's almost that's almost better right like rather than an mm-hmm. image I, I I remember the moment like I, I the the visuals that I'm seeing are probably wrong but I remember the moment like the relief and also the mm-hmm. devastation on Kelly Wentworth's and who also like would have would have taken it you know like it's it's a great moment, and I think it's a really good
1: challenge. It's so good. a lot it's of top seasons for me have this challenge. Yeah, it's great in
0: in Cambodia too because I, in my mind, the two people that from the edit and fr- and at that moment, you could argue that Spencer maybe had a shot, but in your mind, it's 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 going to be Kelly or it's going to be Jeremy, right? Um, and it's just so cl- if if one of them win, if Spencer wins, then you know it's up in the air. But if if either Kelly or Jeremy wins, you know. Who wins the season right so it's it's right there where in David versus Goliath if the edit had been differently then maybe we would have been rooting for Kara and also in David versus Goliath it's not the final challenge because they have the fire making challenge after that so the stakes aren't as high yeah and same same with winners at war
1: right yeah I mean, I, I will am, say still the final immunity though. But where you
2: still I, am- that one, it's not your last shot, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's not like if if you're in a situation where like you're going to be voted, where everybody wants you gone at four, like Tony and like Ben and like a lot of people in this final four, like you, you they, you still have a shot. Versus you need right. to win this challenge, or you, or you're done because you no, managed yeah. the social.
0: Where where we're at right so, now, bottom of my list of of best. Ch- Uh, challenges is the fucking fire making challenge enough of that fucking shit
1: (laughs) um who had ones that weren't chosen on the list i've got a couple couple honorable mentions just i i want
2: to talk about um the the you shook me which is the ben final immunity i think that is if we're talking about moments like when ben puts that upside down you I remember rooting for Ben so hard and him putting the upside down U and he thinks he's won. He's gotten every, like this, already this really tough challenge, which takes such precision and he feels he's won and he lets that kind of relief happen. And then he doesn't win because he has one tile placed upside down. It's like heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. It's heartbreaking Mm -hmm. for him also. And and for the audience, like it's a similar moment to Ozzy losing his, final challenge because ben is gone if the fire making challenge if the final four fire making doesn't exist come out of nowhere ben, yeah ben is out of that season and it's like so that that challenge really stood out to me for that for that specific moment like i remember the moment and the feeling of that more than the actual challenge itself i think that's a fun i think still link's a really fun concept but that was definitely on my short list
0: um, yeah. And also Tony wins it in winners at war. And that's when he, we get the line.
1: I want to, I want
0: to challenge based on patience. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I had a few on here that I, uh, didn't use. Um, I talked about it on a limb being a good ending to a season. Um, by any means necessary is a great start to a season. We see uh Heroes versus Villains starts with it and Winners at War starts with a a physical challenge oh, um the water. in the water but uh it's the it's called the same thing for Heroes versus Villains when they're digging it out of the sand and bringing it to uh their base. Um so that really like kicked off the season like holy shit to me in both of them. Um so that's why it was on my uh short list and I was thinking about putting it on there. Uh, Sugar loses their top. So I know it was on Joel's short list too. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I, I took it off oh yeah, because list. of the nudity. Yeah, I, I don't
0: like nudity on Survivor.
1: You don't this, like when... Uh, this is, I think, the same episode where, no
2: where um, Sandy, a top. Sandy is pulling Aaron's top down and does the rodeo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, that's so funny. Um, uh, I uh, on my sh- short list, I thought somebody was going to pick the challenges, because I feel like we it was brought up in the group chat where where Christian and Alec are on the the mm. like we don't have any endurance yep. challenges on here, do we? Um, and one of the better endurance challenges because it's happened twice where it was pretty iconic when when it was Natalie versus Reed in um. San Juan del Sur, and then it was Christian versus Alec, and in David versus Goliath. So when they have their arms over their shoulder and their feet on like a little plank, um, yeah,
1: uncomfortably it's, numb. It's, it's
0: that's what it's called, and it's it's very uncomfortable for them, uh, but it's very simple. Um, it's mm-hmm. not like they're holding a ball with two sticks or something, um, or something like like a lot of these endurance challenges are um, don't have longevity like that but like there's a balance between like the early seasons when they're on, when, when Tom and Ian are on the, the, the perch for like hours and hours, it's, it's overkill at that point, even though that's kind of cool, but you can only do that once. Right. Mm -hmm. So like finding the balance between that and then there's one in runners at war that, that they're all only on for, for like eight minutes because it's, it's so uncomfortable. So there's a balance between that and that where, and I think
1: this, that, that perch with their arms over their shoulders is, is, is the, uh, the balance. Yeah. That, that one had a lot of great moments too. That's where you get your West Nail moment that you love so much. Oh, when he uh, talks well. about eating.
0: Well, there's, yeah, there's two West Nail moments because he ate a bunch of chicken nuggets. He describes. One nuggety ate...
2: nuggets once. Yeah. He ate like 25 yeah. chicken
0: nuggets. Um, it was
2: 58 nuggets in five minutes. Right.
0: And then, and then he also brings up Jeff's um, uh, brief uh, guest appearance on t- Two and a Half Men when he's uh, when you're naked cooking pizza, and he goes cooking bacon.
2: Bacon?
1: Oh, the bacon? Yeah,
2: yeah, that was pretty fun. I, I love, love that,
1: that show.
0: show.
1: <laughs> and then Christian, I mean Christian, steals that challenge kind of thing, like him taking the moment to uh, talk to Jeff and like let his fandom like kind of just spew out uh it's that's a really cool moment actually i had that as my number one on my list oh wow and i ended up changing it because i think like the one that i chose as number two ends up being like a little more of an intense love. yeah i had that number one i also had number four as get a grip the one okay. where they're up on the pole <laughs> Right. Um, and uh, that that's one that Ozzy has won twice. Uh, but the moment that I love about it is when in Game Changers, Ty, it means so much to Ty to beat Ozzy in this challenge, a comp piece throughout uh, the series of Survivor, yeah. and especially a challenge that Ozzy's won more than once, has the record for, and then Ty beats him. I think that was a really cool moment in uh, Game Changers as well. Two quick How they things. I do that one at Winners so- at War.
0: Yeah, they do it in Winners of War, which has a great moment between Nick and Jeremy. They also do it in, in Heroes vs. Villains, That the one where, where Parvati is just like casually lounging. It seems like it's taking no effort for her. Mm, and then yeah. she ends up uh, throwing it to give it to Danielle. But then, yeah. And then that's later on is when she gives the two idols at Tribal Council. But I want to go backwards to Uncomfortably Numb just to bring up that Natalie Anderson spat on herself during that challenge.
2: Yeah, <laughs> apparently to go back to Uncomfortably Numb talking about the, um, uh, well, yeah, Reed spits, uh, spits out. Natalie tries to emulate him and then it just dribbles on it. And, Jeff's and like, it's
0: Jeff, Jeff goes, that was very unfortunate.
2: <laughs> She's like, I can't spit. <laughs> um, but also I read somewhere too, which I thought was interesting is that for the Christian versus Alec, they weren't, they forgot to give them a part of the challenge, which was that your back or your shoulders had to be touching a certain point. Mm. And so they forgot to give them that in the instructions because if the shoulders were touching, it would have been a significantly less long, significantly shorter challenge, also known as less long. Um, <laughs> uh, but but the fact that they didn't, that's why it went on for so long. And, and Jeff was like, why is it going on so long? And then they realized that, but but was we got such a awesome story and juxtaposition from it that like those sort of happy accidents are really neat
1: the, the um, cool thing i like about uh this list that we're doing like even talking about these challenges that didn't make it like there's so many moments attached to everything that we put on the list today that uh we haven't discussed before and i think i think that's the cool thing about this list
0: mm. just a couple more um honorable mentions uh yeah, the one where they slide good. in oil <laughs> that's how
2: slip inside. yeah that's fun
0: It's always fun, and and uh, you get to see muscular bodies all in oil, hot men, hot women. Um, That's nice. Um, Also, there's uh, right. Hey, (laughs) you know, survivors are allowed to be horny sometimes. And uh, also, there's there's a there's a uh, a challenge that I love in Millennials versus Gen X, but that I tweeted about recently, where they're tied up and they're crawling through the sand, and uh, take one yeah and jeff has some great um commentary during that where he says uh because they get white sand on their face and zeke has uh, a, a, a face full of sand and jeff yells zeke looks like a survivor mime <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think he, it's called Slither, It's literally called Sleather Through the Sand or something.
0: Yeah, so you can uh, you can find that on our Twitter, actually, Merge Boot Pod Twitter, because I retweeted it from that account. I the, the video of him saying Zeke looks like a survivor mime. So that's our list. So let's quickly, you don't have to describe them, just quickly go through the list, 12 to 1.
1: Uh, yeah, so we got number 12, 11 mile hike. Number 11, step on up. Number 10, spit it out. Number nine, Mud Pack. Number eight, Sumo at the Sea. Number seven, Piranha Feast. Number six, Folklore. Number five, Jailbreak. Number four, Bugging Out. Number three, Touchy Subjects. Number two, Out on a Limb. And, and number, number one, one,
2: Gulliver's Travels. That's it for us here Merge Booth.
1: It was motion.
0: All right. So that's our list of the top 12 Survivors Challenges in 2 weeks you know we take a week break and 2 weeks we're going to be t- counting down the top 12 memorably bland characters <laughs> so we're
2: memorably bland
0: <laughs> yeah that, that i do right. i just bland. so so just just to, to, to put the list.
2: you won't remember a single one of them
0: yeah so just to put the list out there so we're not arguing when it comes like we're we're looking for people who are not like we're looking for people who are are unique because of not just their little edit but just how boring of a character they are right am i am i saying that right
1: yeah that's that's how i'd interpret it it's so hard to make this list because i don't remember anyone that's not going to be making and we should
0: say no no first boots no first boots and i just i like the idea of calling it memorably bland just because so it's like you remember them because they are bland. They were bland. Yeah. Not forget them because they're bland.
1: Yeah. Sure. No. I uh <laughs> I can't down, wait down. to do a boring podcast about bland <laughs> survivor contestants. Come on, we're gonna
0: have so much fun with this. This is based off of your love for memorably bland characters. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I love that's bland?
2: I guess we'll find out next week.
0: <laughs> um and so, yeah, so we're gonna do that. Um, and be sure to check out um, our Instagram page, Merge Boot Pod, uh, Twitter Merge Boot Pod, and rate, review, subscribe. There's been some problems on Apple Podcasts, but we're trying to figure
1: that out. Um, if I think I'm... if you look at it now that it's fixed, okay. I think I checked with a couple people. I haven't checked with you, Joel. If you've checked your podcasting app, I have. But I believe I believe they're all fixed and up now. That's what I was told.
0: And I'm gonna put this on our YouTube page. If you if you like to listen to podcasts on YouTube's and and you can see our video if you do that. And I might even um, if you if you want to see what some of the challenges are like, I might even edit in some video over top of that um, if I feel like it. I think I oh, I will. If I promise it now, I'll yeah. do it. Um, yeah. uh, it might take a couple of days though. But anyway, um, thank you so much for I'll listening.
2: You can get the- what? Sorry, no, nothing important. I said you have the list now, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, you could look it up on your own, or yeah, I'm gonna do it.
1: Anyway, uh, um, it's gonna be cool. I like, I like this Joel. I like it. I like how cool you're making the pod. And
0: yeah. uh, maybe we're gonna get on Spotify and Stitcher.
1: We're we're submitted, so we'll okay. see. We'll cool. see what they say. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna say yes. Thank you all for listening. See you in two weeks. I hope that I think that this is our list that is I no one's going to get mad at that one. I don't think
2: this is the best one yet. Yeah, this yeah. is
1: the most accurate. Maybe people will be mad that we didn't make dumber choices. I mean, I'm mad because we we all know what the real number one was. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, know, I know.
2: That's where you put okay. a big um, Oliver image over Cody. This may <laughs>
0: be our longest one, though. Jeez. Okay. Uh, we
2: love uh, challenges.
0: All right. Goodbye, everybody.